CES Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. I feel it in my I'm a citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game for speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new Survivor, Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. What's up, everyone? Welcome to PopCulture.com's group chat, where we talk about all the reality TV news that we care about and you really need to know. I am one of your hosts, Anna Rumor. And I'm Jameson Brown. And I'm Victoria Magadami. We are coming to you live from the pop culture quarantine bunkers, a.k.a. our homes, <laughs> to bring you the latest in Bachelor news. The Bachelor finale is over. It's absolutely wild. So we're going to be talking a lot about that today. We've also got some Teen Mom news. That's coming back for a new season on March 17th, which is next week. Oh my gosh, this month is already flying. So we're going to break that down. And then finally, Jameson binged Love is Blind, and we can yes. bully him into talking about it with us <laughs> now. Or maybe he's bullying us into talking about it. We've got some there we go. There it is. with that, too. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be a fabulous show. We're super excited. Let's start with The Bachelor. What a messy, messy, messy mess that was. Such um, a cluster. Absolutely a cluster. So basically... If you didn't watch, which I don't blame you, it's a lot of TV. Peter chose Hannah Ann, and they got engaged after Madison basically broke up with him. And he didn't fully disclose that the reason that he proposed to Hannah Ann was because Madison broke up with him. Then, a month later, he broke up with Hannah Ann to go date Madison. Madison is hated by Peter's mom, Barb, who is the absolute standout villain of the season. And we had girls accusing each other of doing drugs. Very unexpected. I would say that, that honestly, if you guys watched the finale, if you didn't, you should find a way to watch it. Literally, the finale and then after the final rose was the best episode. Yeah, it felt really unfair that we had to wait for the entire season, which was such a snooze fest to get to something exciting. But Barb I would say the only the one drama. that like, the, I would say the only one that kind of leveled to it was Champagne Gate. Oh my God. No, that was the most horrible thing I've ever seen. That was the dumbest oh, thing. It was that so was great. Through all those, through all those tears, you know, they led to Barb. So it's worth it. Oh, so thank God. you, Barb. You are our touchstone in this crazy world. So, okay, hold on. Here's here's what bothers me about Barb, okay? Everything. Um, every single thing about her. I feel like that's every... a, like a, that could be its own podcast title. <laughs> I know. What bothers me about Barb? Oh, my God. The Karas <laughs> are out. 17. The Barbs are in. Yes. So, and call it. <laughs> here's, here's what bothers me about Barb. Okay, so she she's all about Hannah Ann, but she, all of us, okay, she loved Maddie the first time that she met her because, remember, in week one, Peter took her home to his parents' vow renewals. They loved her also, there. Also, just a quick interjection. It makes me laugh so hard that Maddie will forever be in those vow renewal pictures. And Barb hates her <laughs> so much. <laughs> so good. Barb hates her. God. So, okay. They, they love her then. Well, then all of a sudden, you know, towards the end, they are not in favor of Madison. They're in favor of Hannah Ann. And let's be honest, everyone watching is like, oh my God, Hannah Ann's a joke. Like Maddie all the way. Mm, mm. So, except for you, Anna. I think they're both a Anna, joke. I'd like that to, I <laughs> didn't like either of them. I don't like oh, any I of the people. I liked Maddie. 
No. Okay. But here's my problem though. So she gets mad at Madison essentially because then after the final rose, she announces, she was like, well, Chris, this is what everyone didn't see. And she was like, essentially Maddie didn't want to meet us. And she made us wait three hours to finally meet her after we had already flown all the way from Australia. And it's like, okay, hold on. So your only excuse is the fact that you had to drive or that you had to fly to Australia when your son trip. (laughs) Right. It took only a year. And your son and this poor girl have literally been in a house full of crazies for the last two months. Like you can't cut this girl a little bit of slack. That was like the only reason that she didn't like her. And then also she was like, I just don't believe that she was there for my son and loves him. And it's like, well, do you really think Hannah Ann was too? Yeah, no one loves your son. This is The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's here for Instagram followers. Be honest with yourself, These are the facts, yourself, people. Barb. These are the facts. Well, and the so thing is that but the three-hour delay where, you know, Madison was allegedly, you know, debating her feelings for Peter, that's a very generous read of the situation. I've yeah. been on sets before for reality TV shows. A lot of the delays of people showing up late are production delays. So... Uh, I'm guessing that a large portion of that was a production delay. And for her to hold that against her is actually bananas. And, and and I I don't like Barb. She seems horrible. She's definitely the reason Peter is still single (laughs) at 28 because my God. Yes. Did you hear what apparently she said to her husband though? I was just just about to ask, what did she say? Whisper into his ear. What was, I, I, I wouldn't like, in so somebody language? like what was yeah she, it was yeah in it was Spanish. in a different language yeah it in Spanish, and yeah. it was essentially like i i don't remember verbatim and a correct it said you wrong, say something, something bad too like, yes oh. say something bad to back me up or something like that yeah you That's say awful. something bad too was the direction was the direction that she gave him and uh he, down, he kind of followed barb. her down with barb but how often do you get to see someone so openly hostile to another human being who's really not done anything, even if the three hours was nothing, even if that was real and she really did make them wait or whatever. How frequently do you see someone be so openly hostile to someone on live national television? (laughs) And a parent too. Like it was so funny when Chris was like, so Barb, what do you think of everything? And she was like, well, Chris, my son is going to have to fail to succeed. And everyone was like, oh, what? What? It like, was it was so, so vile that it actually made me like Maddie, which is tough. I like I went into the finale not liking Maddie or Hannah Ann for just personality Hannah, reasons. How do you not and like I, Maddie? She's the, she's like a saltine cracker <laughs> a of a person. Debate. There's no oh, personality a saltine there. Saltine cracker. She's a just boring. The I, don't shade. I don't I don't dislike her. Oh. I just don't have any feelings towards her because she's just like you know whatever. But I went in being like, well, get these women off my screen. I cannot. And then at the end, with Hannah Ann's wonderful speech in which she basically told Peter to bite her after he broke up his their engagement. We can talk about that later because I have a lot of thoughts about that. And after Maddie being, you know, herself uh, with Barb, I was like, you know what? I'm rooting for both of you. I hope you both find someone who is worth your time because this has clearly not been it's been so crazy. I haven't even kept up with the aftermath of anything. Did did Peter appear on like Good Morning America and do his rounds like they typically do the day after? 
No, so they have not done no. any after show press, which is really unusual. Uh, Almost all the bachelors do that. But I read Reality Steve, he's the guy who spoils the bachelor and knows a lot about behind the scenes. He said that basically because Peter and Maddie are so up in the air about what their own relationship is, they're not going on a press tour to answer questions because they don't know. So it'd be kind of pointless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, that is uh, true. I, I do have to say, Maddie had a very classy response when Peter Peter's mom was just openly yes. trashing her on national live TV. She basically just said, well, you know, I'm a parent. I'm not a parent, so I don't really understand, you know, the level of emotion that you might be having for your son right now, but I'm not going to say anything bad about you and just left it at that. Oh, dude, was- she showed those pearly whites the entire time and that was it. She handled it so well. And I also, I did, I, I was not in favor of Hannah Ann the entire season. Quite frankly, she just annoyed me. But during the finale, I was cheering her on. I was like, good for you, girl. She stuck up for herself. I think Kim Kardashian even like called her out on Twitter and was like, I love Hannah Ann. Like, <laughs> go Hannah Ann. I was, I'm I will- in favor of both of them now. So let's talk about that final speech that Hannah Ann gave whenever Peter broke up with her and basically said, um, you know, I, I'm calling off my engagement because I have feelings for Maddie. Uh, she not only called him out for ruining her first engagement, which is very true, even if it's Fair. a fake engagement, <laughs> you did ruin the first one. That sucks. Yeah. She uh, was calling him out for being in touch with her parents afterwards calling him out for being in touch with Hannah Brown afterwards, saying he needed closure. Peter is just a hot mess. And Mm -hmm. I appreciated her bringing that to light because he was doing the whole really annoying thing where he was breaking up with her, being like, you don't understand how hard it's been for me to be in love with two people. It's like, I don't think you understand how difficult it is to be broken up with on national television with no warning. Yeah. And the whole time, though, like, he never said anything to her. And, like, Right before he proposed to her, he was like, "It like of all times, I feel like he thought that that was the best moment to bring it up that Maddie had left. Do not mention that Maddie <laughs> left. And then literally the next words that come out of your mouth is, will you marry me? Like, what? Listen, on the contrary, if he hadn't mentioned that Maddie had left, that would have been really <laughs> sketchy. <laughs> Okay, so he's just like, I'm going to slide this in real quick, like a quick PSA, and then we're just going to move on and pretend it never happened. (laughs) Listen, Hannah Ann, you are my second choice, but let's get married anyways. Yeah, well, and that's another thing, too, is technically he did not have to propose. I mean, I I can't imagine that the production crew is going to make, that the producers is going to make him propose. He didn't have to propose. So that was kind of No, we've had bachelors in the past not propose. Yeah, like that was just like a crap move on his end. Like you did not need to propose, dude. Well, we've seen this throughout the entire season that Peter absolutely has no backbone, has absolutely no decision-making <laughs> skills. He is bumbling <laughs> through life. He's just running into things uh, as he gets closer <laughs> to we know marriage where he gets or it whatever. From. Oh, yes. Watching Barb weep Barb. on him. I was like, this is why all of the crying works on you, because you grew up in a house with just a lot of manipulative crying. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, listen, in my recap this week, I did just a quick collage of all the crying Barb scenes. It was so great. That <laughs> I, woman I, cries. And when she cries, she cries. I was taken aback because so she met Hannah Ann very briefly, very briefly. And then the whole viral bring her home to us moment that we've been waiting for. 
for all seasons since it was in the first trailer. Everyone was like, who could that be about? Last on my list was Hannah Ann, the woman she'd met for four mm-hmm. minutes. What? Truly what? thought she it was, was Hannah Brown. I thought so too. Or like a dog that had been lost or something. Like <laughs> I, I, I truly never expected. She barely met her and then immediately like latched onto her like she'd been the daughter, but she'd never had before I, I i truly don't understand what was going through barb's mind when she can was we just, just weeping over her can we just imagine if if madison and victoria f had traded places how victoria f would have handled barb oh my gosh i he should have chosen victoria f honestly I would they pay were money made for each that. other they were yeah, made the, for mm-hmm. each other barb would have loved her between barb and her that would have been really interesting to see on live tv it would have been so good. Oh my so gosh. good. Well, and it was it was very strange too because Barb was like reverse slut shaming Maddie, which was very strange mm-hmm. to watch. She's talking about how oh, and that because was, she's a virgin wants to wait. She was like, "Well, that's just not for my son." I was like, "What are we? What are we doing here? This is the opposite of what normally happens." Yeah, it's uh, I, but, that okay. threw me. It's like, what are, what are you talking about, Barb? <laughs> right, Barb. That you're was a another mom. thing that I just. <laughs> I didn't understand when they had that conversation with Madison and Barb sitting down, Barb was like, I understand that you are, I don't even know how she worded it, but she was like, I understand that you're a very uh, religious individual. And, you know, I want you to know that like we're, we're spiritual. Um, but essentially I don't want any woman, anything, anyone changing my son's ways. My son likes to party. He likes to do him. He likes to whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, two mm-hmm. seconds later, she's like, Peter, Hannah Ann is an angel sent from God, and God just answered all of my prayers. I'm like, how are you going to shame the girl who's saving herself from marriage and then it's go like the and, like, pull out the of prayers? definition of manipulation right there. Yeah. It was very manipulative. And then his- also, super weird. I remember last season of uh, The Bachelorette, whenever his parents were, like, applauding the windmill moment, and everyone said, oh, that's kind of a weird family dynamic. We got a little bit yeah. more into that. And you know what? It's a really weird family dynamic. His brother was talking about how Peter gets around. I was like, what is happening in this family? Yes. You guys are way too close. And that's, an, and that's another thing. His conversation with his brother was so awkward. Mm. I was like, why is your brother prying in on your private life? Like, why does he know these things? It, it's, uh, you know what? Ever To each their own. But the Weber family might... <laughs> benefit from some family counseling because sorry also if i ever have to hear the word bud again i'm gonna throw up (laughs) (laughs) oh bud oh bud oh bud it's like what is this what is this what regional quirk is this because i hate it (laughs) listen i said that during the finale i was like if i have to literally listen to this family call him bud one more time i'm gonna lose my mind i'm gonna shut the tv off because i can't i just can't (laughs) we're done with it and here we are uh Well, and here we are. Well, the weird thing is, leaving on this note, on this very hostile note, Maddie and Peter, I would pay $4,000 if they got engaged. It's just not going to happen. They're Mm going to break up soon, probably. But imagine if they did. How uncomfortable would holidays be? Oh, my gosh. (gasps) I can't even imagine being at that same dinner table. That would be awful. Right? Well, just imagine even right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, even right now with Peter on. and his family. Sorry, guys. This is yeah. probably a delay from well, the quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're all trying to get our quarantine tech 
up and running. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm going to let you take uh, it, Anna. Go. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even remember what I was saying anymore. Basically, Madison and Peter are doomed. Apparently, Chris Harrison gave an interview afterwards where he said that Peter was backstage with Maddie venting to producers about what his mom and his dad were saying. And it was like, ooh, yikes, that's going to be fun for no one, including Well, I was going to say, too, imagine his family dynamic right now. Like, even, like, right as we're speaking right now. Like, I, I can't imagine he's very pleased with his family at the moment. And Barb's probably crying him, blowing up his phone, being like, Peter, answer my phone. She seems pretty unapologetic. She was on Instagram saying that she only takes in the positive feedback, which is either healthy if you're not a lunatic or (laughs) negative if you are a lunatic, because maybe you should take some of that to heart. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't get the family. But I I I think that she probably – Peter's brother said something on Instagram. Oh, yeah, definitely. Peter's brother also – spoke out afterwards he said uh basically on instagram that maddie is not who she seems on tv and it's like oh, i'm probably true but also you were a monster to her so tough you know I mean, if she is horrible is it- off screen to you then you should have just been nice on screen to you because on screen to her because now you guys look like the bad guy and if she's horrible uh-huh. she would eventually expose herself anyways I just can't imagine her being, like, that bad. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that these producers are like, okay, you need to go and be a completely different person. Like, I don't think that there's that much play into this show. But he also could be using, like, one thing that went wrong and then be like, oh, she's not who she seems. Yeah, that's true. But they also do really manipulate what people are like on this show. Because sometimes you watch Bachelor or Bachelorette. And then you see someone and then you watch them on Bachelor in Paradise where it's a little bit less produced and especially because it's less produced to be like a happy fairy tale ending and you'll see their mm-hmm. real personalities. Like remember Blake from uh, Becca's season or whose season? Yes. Was yeah. When everyone thought he was a now. knight in shining armor on The Bachelorette and then he was on Bachelor in Paradise and I was like, ooh, he's kind of a kind of a player. Me thinks that was possibly an editing floor thing because they've <laughs> got to make the narrative of a fairy tale and if you're left with so just that's the next question people, is maddie going to be on paradise is paradise going to happen real question <laughs> uh, that's the real question coronavirus no, I'm, I'm being edition. Serious. <laughs> yeah uh reality steve everything reported, is shutting down reality steve reported that summer uh the bachelor summer olympics thing is not going to happen so bachelor in paradise we'll see interesting well, and yes, let's yes. talk about the uh, Bachelor spinoff of what was the the music one? Oh, listen to your heart. I could not be less interested in that show. <laughs> uh, same, same. And you know, Jed is at home singing with his guitar, just so sad that he's not on that show. What it's called? Yeah. Listen to your heart. Bachelor, yeah. listen to your heart. It's a bunch of musicians uh, looking to find love. I just there's a pass. lot of Bachelor. It's content. not going to be interesting. Hard pass. Just stick with Love is Blind. <laughs> come on. Stick with Love is Blind. <laughs> well, we'll talk about Love is Blind when we come back from our break, but uh, I think that we all need to take a cleanse and and maybe sage away any kind of barb essence that has entered our homes <laughs> during this yes. last yes. segment. So we'll we'll come back in just a second. Let's go! 
It's the most all-star studded challenge ever. And this time, it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All-Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply. All right, we are back. And you know what? I would be remiss if we didn't talk about Love is Blind. We got to talk about Teen Mom and Love is Blind. But let's switch the order because we're already kind of there. Love is Blind and Netflix's new reality show. Yeah, it's not that new anymore. But it just wrapped up with the reunion. Basically, the premise is that however many singles they had, everyone meets in pods where you can't see each other. You can only hear each other. You talk for like a week. You decide if you want to get engaged. Then you meet the person. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then figure out like a month later if you actually want to walk down the aisle. It was bananas. It totally like it went viral immediately. Everyone loved it. And now, Jameson, you have watched it. I need your thoughts because uh, <laughs> I have so many. <laughs> I didn't mean to watch it. So I I like started. <laughs> it was it, I will just say that it was on the television in our house. And then I kind of like slowly started dipping in 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there on the first episode or two. And then I just, yeah, I went crazy, binged the whole thing and and Mm -hmm. the reunion included and was done with it. I'm very curious about um, what y'all's take is on the whole, is it Jessica, Barnett and Amber situation that we've got there? Oh yeah, that triangle is a thing. Yeah, see, there is a triangle there that is very interesting. So I'll just kind of drop that bomb and let's go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, so uh, the 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 Messica love triangle because it is pretty much just her <laughs> involved in this love triangle. She was Very talking true. to yeah, Barnett. That's a great point, <laughs> right? Yeah. She she's the only one hanging on to this. Amber and Barnett, whose real name is Matt, which we figured out like two episodes from the end. What? Okay, so yeah. Amber and Barnett meet in the pods. They end up getting engaged. They end up getting married. Spoiler alert. At the reunion, they're still together, despite all evidence to the contrary that they would be, because, my God, what what a mess on their own end. But Jessica <laughs> had talked to Barnett whilst in the pods. He basically said, he flirtily said that he would marry her right then. She took that very seriously and carried that into her own engagement to Mark, which was a yikes from start to, va- to finish. I felt oh, so bad. Oh my god, I that liked was so- him. Oh come on, oh, it was no. so he was such no. Sweet. He's such a sad sweet. Sack. He is no. I yes. have to fight against this. He is such <laughs> yeah. a sad sap, and he is like I get it, like Mr. Nice Guy, et cetera, et cetera. And I might be being mean right now, so I apologize. No, but you're not. It's like, I feel hum- the same way. It's uh, right. Okay, at some point, it's like wake up, man. Like just get like you get. Go a different route and and figure this out. Because what is happening here, like, anyone could see what's happening here except you. He's delusional. She said to his face that she hated him. Yes, and she (laughs) should not. He should have not taken Jessica back after Jessica pretty much admitted, like, oh, Barnett proposed to Amber, like, I'm single again. Like, I I think that was stupid on his end. I just think poor guy is just like a hopeless romantic and just really wants to find his wife. And Jessica is a slop tart. And that is the not girl for him. Uh, I just, it's like, Mark, you're an idiot. You've done this to yourself. I can, you fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me (laughs) 8,000 times, definitely shame on you, Mark. What the heck? 
Get it yeah. together. She's just straight up saying to his face while hammered. She was hammered the entire season, basically feeding wine to her dog, which is bad for them and hilarious. Um, but she's just like, I don't know. I just think you're ugly and I hate you. And then the next day he's like, oh, babe, I love you. <laughs> like, Yeah, it blows so my mind with that dynamic. I just I don't understand why he continued to pursue that whatsoever. I mean, I guess because of the and show maybe, but I don't know. The meeting of two Debbie well, Desperados, and here's the thing. basically. <laughs> I was kind of a Jessica fan, too. Like, there for a while, no. I was like a Jessica fan. And then she oh. pulled that move. <gasps> and I what? was like... Hot take yeah, alert number like, two. I, I, what? I liked her. I liked her, but I don't anymore, but I did at one point in time. And then she just ruined it all. Once her true colors showed when she was hammered. I thought her true color showed like day one. Is that just me? What? No, instantly. Like like immediately. A hundred percent. As soon as she put on a baby voice when she was talking to the men, but then would give it. Oh my gosh. I was like, get out of here. Yikes. Yikes. Red flag alert. I'd be like, excuse me, Mr. Producer, Miss Producer. How, how, how can I leave this pod? I need to leave immediately because I got people (laughs) making weird baby voices. Who did leave? Which, who did leave? One of the guys actually left during one of the dates, and I can't remember who it was, but literally the chick was talking, and he was like, all right, well, she's certified crazy, so I'm just going to head on out. And he literally just left the pod, and <laughs> this poor girl's talking I read, to herself. Uh, I read an interview where they were saying that if you didn't connect with someone in the pods because the days were so long, a lot of times the people would just be like, well, I'm going to take a nap, and the other person would be like, that's cool, and then they would both take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. With, with, with Jessica, though, I, I was, I got, I mean, there was a ton that was frustrating. We can all agree with that. But when she yes. continued um, to, to go talk to Barnett, like, I think it was, was it like on a patio? There was like a fireplace or something like that. And yeah. He had that interesting yeah. beanie on at the time. And he, um, <laughs> they were like, she, she just kept going, going after him. And it was, I was just, I was shocked. I was like, just. It's not, you don't need to do that. You shouldn't be doing what you're doing right now. And I was just, yeah, she looked you know, very I was already off that. Yes, I was off that train from day one. But that that point, I was just like, this is getting ridiculous now. Mm-hmm. Well, and I loved I it. Agree. The uh, bachelorette party where Amber just drunkenly was like, I will destroy <laughs> your life to Jessica. Oh my God, yeah. Jessica, she will. She's also crazy. Get away. I know Jessica was trying to like have a heart to heart and Amber was like, I will straight cut your throat if you come and my fiance. <laughs> I was like, okay. Both well, of you guys are very Amber's crazy. Because also bananas. She revealed that she chooses not to work because she wants I, I work to live. I don't live to work, which is why I live on my friend's couches and haven't had a job in a couple of years. So I was like, oh, red flag. She's yeah. Bananas. When she was her talking to energy. Barnett about the price when she was talking to Barnett about the price of her wedding dress and they were sitting there over drinks, he legit was like, you know, when you like you're facing someone and you're having this awkward conversation, you're like, oh, my God, they're eventually going to stop talking. I'm not going to know what to say because I need to exit this relationship ASAP. Like I, that was written all over his face. And she was like, well, it's more than what I wanted to pay and blah, 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 blah. And started talking about money and like that's when it, I think went into like a confessional style with him. And he was like, so... Amber just wants to live off of, you know, me. I mean, he didn't say it like that, but I was like, buddy. Which, I mean, listen, if that's your thing, that's your thing. But it did seem like a lot for him at one time. 
Well, it it made me laugh because she was talking about how much debt she has, and then um, mm-hmm. and and then he still agreed to marry her because apparently he loves her more than he loves his credit score. Um, <laughs> but at the reunion. Facts. At the reunion, she looked great. She's a blonde now, which looks great on her. And hopefully Netflix paid off her debt because uh, otherwise they're just going to be living in his creepy pee-stained apartment. Oh, I hated that. He's like, well, yeah, sometimes my dog pees on the floor and I, it's still there. I'm like, what? What is happening? You're all – you deserve each other. I'm Gross. happy for you. Get away from the rest of us. Ew. Well, and they they shot this show, I think, back at the end of 2018, didn't they? November 2018. They did. So the fact that they're still together, like, says quite a bit. I think not a lot of people realized that this show was shot so long ago. So the couples that still are together, like, they've been together for a hot minute. Yeah. Well, let's bring up – so we talked about Barnett and Amber briefly. We talked about Messica and Mark. Yikes. Uh, Kenny and <laughs> Kelly are such a yawn. I, I barely knew their names by the end of it. So are you guys okay skipping yeah. them? They kept coming back to them. And, I, you know, I was like, who are these people again? And then they ended up not not <laughs> being together. And it was just like, oh, okay. Like, I could have just gone the complete season without even having them on the show. I know, we didn't need them. Give me more screen time of Gigi and Damien, who are absolutely Oh, psycho. Loved them. Both of them on both sides. Can you say toxic? Basically, she just negged him the entire time that they were together, and then he was fine with it and would fire back at her about being on social media, and then she talked about their sex life in a jaw-dropping moment. Oh, it was so great. It was so cringeworthy to watch. She was like, hey, you know how you tell me that this is the best sex of your life? Do you ever notice that I don't say that back? I gasped. Fully gasped. (laughs) Like, oh, no, you're going to do this on camera for Damien. But he was into it. And they weren't even looking at each other either. They were of course not. Rooms. You can't look at each other. I did love no. it for so many of the couples. They were like, "Let's return to the pods," and so they would they would oh, not look at each other yes. when they talked. I was like, "Oh yeah, that's the." Oh best. my god! Okay, <laughs> hold on one great. second. They, that's a great point, Anna. I thought that was so ridiculous and hilarious at the same time that mm-hmm. it, it's like when things got bad. I'm looking at Jessica and uh, Mark on this one specifically. Oh, they would gosh, like yes. they would like separate themselves with a wall, and it's like okay, we'll just have our relationship and not ever see each other again. And I was like, mm-hmm. y'all are crazy, y'all are crazy. Like, what oh. is happening? It's like this 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 year like long term sustainable plan is just to literally have a relationship with someone you never even see. So I don't know. This mm-hmm. is my husband. I cannot look at him because he discusses. He's behind me. a wall. <laughs> He's over yeah. there. We only look at each other when when we're having a good time. When we're having a bad time, <laughs> we have to quarantine. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. But but Gigi and Damien eventually didn't get married. They had the wonderful moment where she ran away and fell and got mud on her dress, and then oh, mysteriously so came back and didn't have mud on her dress. Just saying continuity issues but um mm-hmm. they are back together and they're dating now so you know so that's what? interesting I, that they're I, back together i don't even uh, want to know what the relationship uh, looks like behind closed doors it seems like someone should check on them <laughs> maybe they're in counseling right? <laughs> hopefully oh. i don't know i i didn't like either of them so watching them be like that to each other was tough 
and then they Same. were back together at the reunion, which I could not have guessed. So mm-hmm. good luck to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Best of luck to you guys. We'll see you next season for season two. Yeah. Well, and then the last couple, which we have only good things to say about them. So I'm sure it'll be slightly more brief because that's the way things are. <laughs> Cameron, Cameron and Lauren are queens, icons, legends. Yeah, we love I was a them. big fan. Their love is real. Oh, I cried at their wedding, which is weird. <laughs> Anna, that is hilarious. Oh my gosh, Anna. What? That's, yeah, I, know. I totally get. I totally <laughs> to get, get it though. Anna I totally to get cry? it. What? Happy you know, tears, no less. Happy tears. I felt I was felt very moved by their like fourteen minute wedding that was the same as the four other weddings that they showed on, on TV. <laughs> yeah. it's Dude, like the I same like room, same decor. Couple. They were very cute. Yeah. Cameron's a little dweeb. Lauren's a queen, and they complement each other really well. Also, he's got a nice house, albeit in Oklahoma. Mm, I think. Yeah, dude's you know. balling for sure. Yeah. So we stand them. The rest of them are all. Either problematic or nothing, and that's fine. <laughs> I don't know. I loved it. It's gonna be it's it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard to follow. With, I mean, obviously, a season two is is probably gonna come. I mean, it's oh, yeah. This was a really intense, fun, like viral season one. So it'll be hard to follow follow up on this. I know. Question I is, know. is this gonna be the new Bachelor? I I could see could it taking over. Do that. I could, I could too. I Honestly, people, with the way that The Bachelor yeah. and Bachelorette's going, I could see Love is Blind taking over next. I have to say, I saw way more people talking about Love is Blind than I did about The Bachelor this season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because The Bachelor this past season sucked. It was bad. <laughs> yeah. ABC, Netflix still love is you guys, for but you. it was bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Speaking of shows that are still on and kind of bad, <laughs> Teen Mom OG coming back. <laughs> what a way to pivot. <laughs> Come on, everyone who watches it. Listen, I'm on the Reddit for Teen Mom. Like, I'm invested in Teen Mom. But <laughs> I know, you I know love some but the Mom. show's not that good. I love some Teen Mom. It's a Stockholm Syndrome kind of thing. But here we are. Oh. Um, <laughs> it truly is. I had to watch a lot of it. Now I'm invested. Uh, new season, March 17th. This is going to be Cheyenne, Amber, Macy, Mackenzie McKee, and Caitlin. Uh because the cast has been switching up a little bit recently. It's mm-hmm. going to be kind of, well, I, I don't know if it's going to be boring, but the, the storylines that we've gotten so far are kind of whatever. Caitlin re- is renewing her vows. Cheyenne is planning an opening her new business. Uh, Macy's going to be like working with charity or whatever. Um, but Mackenzie is going to be dealing with the death of her mom, which is going to be really sad to watch. Her mom passed away of cancer uh, just a couple months ago, December, I believe. So that's going to be a big plot point this season, I'm sure. And then the one that will be less sad to watch but more problematic to watch will be Amber, who uh, will be dealing with the aftermath of her July arrest for domestic battery. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. A lot of people were thinking she wouldn't be back this season, but she is (laughs) – Wait, quick question girl, here. I, I have a, and I don't remember, honestly. Was the machete stuff, was that true or not true? What was the call on that one? The machete stuff was in court documents, but it was never, she ended up taking a plea for domestic, just one count of domestic battery that's going to get reduced to a misdemeanor after a year of probation, as opposed to, I think she was up for like two or three felony charges beforehand. So, 
we didn't because it was a plea deal. We didn't have a whole trial where everything came out, so we just had those gotcha. initial court documents. So it mm-hmm. kind of remains to be seen with that. Interesting. All right. Yeah, Does but she and have I, I think her the, kids. No, 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 <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, Andrew, her ex, has their. I don't know if he's one now, but he was one at the time of the attack. Uh, their son James, and then she's got an 11 year old daughter Leah, who I'm not sure the full custody agreement with that, but she lives mostly with her ex Gary, who also was a victim of domestic battery at her hands back in I think 2008, whenever the first time that Amber was arrested for that. This girl, I mean, you've watched her longer than I have, I mean, but. Yeah. She's had some serious ups and downs. And honestly, like, I, I want the best for her. I really do. And I really thought that she, I mean, a couple of seasons ago, I don't know if it was if it was last season or the season before, probably both. But she was really talking about, like, how she's just trying to do really well. She's trying to, like, get a hold of her anger, not be the person that she was back when she was on, you know, 16 and pregnant. And um, I don't know. I just, I want to see good things for her. I hated you know, that this entire situation went down and that it went so viral. And I mean, obviously it's entertainment for the fans, but I mean, at the end of the day, these are two people trying to live their life and and that just, I don't know, it sucks, man. Well, it sucks and it sucks because she's the one who's agreeing to put it out there for the public, you know, like I would feel bad for her having to live her life in the public this way if it wasn't up to her and she chooses Mm -hmm. to do this every season. So uh, I feel a little bit less bad about watching her go through it. I do feel bad for Andrew, who is her ex, who will have to be watching his, you know, the aftermath of his attack um, unfold. And yeah. I'm not sure how much he's actually going to be on this season. It would really suck if he's not on it at all and we just get her perspective on it because she's yeah. the aggressor in the situation. And, but I'm not sure if that's... I haven't seen any. I don't know if if we see him, him, I don't think we'll see very much of him. They might add like a little tidbit just for like him to get out his side of the story, but I don't think that we'll probably see very much of him. That's just my prediction. It's well, it just sucks because in the first clip that I've seen, uh, she was saying that she was ashamed of it, but also wasn't really taking that much responsibility for what she'd done. She was saying, you Mm -hmm. know, like as someone with mental illness, because she has bipolar disorder. anyone with her mental illness has a limit that they're pushed to. And anyone who's like her understands that when you just get pushed to that limit and uh, which is very much distancing herself from responsibility of her own actions. And then she was saying that she was proud of how she handled the aftermath, which is absolutely wild because she did not do anything really. So (laughs) yeah, I, I, I I don't know. It's going to be an interesting season on that front. And, uh, I'm sure the other girls will have stuff going on that's much less dramatic. Uh, it might be a nice palate cleanser because of all the stuff that we'll get with Amber. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think it's wild I'm that Janelle. To see the yeah, yeah. I just think it's wild that Janelle was kicked off of Teen Mom Two for her husband killing mm-hmm. a dog. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Amber actually attacked her boyfriend and was convicted yeah. of it. Yeah, that and that makes no sense to me, but. I, in terms well, of consistency. But was it was it though because Janelle for a couple of seasons, I mean, had issues with her uh God, why am I blanking on his name? What's his name? David. Get- David, yes. 
he got kicked off for being a hot mess. And then I think she was like making it really, she was making it kind of a challenge, you know, for them to shoot with her because of that situation. Do you think it was a a pile of things on the reason why they decided to let her go or I mean, it's not like Amber maybe. I mean, that's, that's that's a good point. Yeah. It's just, I, I, I would say, I mean, I agree with that. I would just say alongside that, that, um, Amber's kind of done the same. So, and Anna or Victoria back me up and say, if you agree with that statement, uh, but uh, that's where I don't get the consistency of how things well, how they how things were handled. Yeah, no, I, I agree. So I do I do know that they were having a lot of tra- roles actively like filming in Janelle's house because David's would threaten to be there and they wouldn't film with him. So I think logistically it was more complicated filming Janelle. And then also I know that with the dog thing because of how people feel about dogs, there were a lot of uh, advertisers threatening to pull out and who did pull out. After Janelle's whole scandal. So mm-hmm. I think, when, you know, story of America, when it comes down to it, it was probably money related. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, because the Amber didn't I don't get know. I the mean, same response with advertisers. Yeah, that's true. I'm sure there's a lot of things that play into it. But for, if you just like look at it on the surface level, it does seem a bit unfair. Life's not fair, I suppose. <laughs> Life ain't fair. You're right, Anna. <laughs> it ain't, ain't fair. fair. <laughs> it seems not fair because it's probably not fair. <laughs> but and on that, that cheerful, true. cheerful note in this beautiful, bright yeah. time in our world's history, let's move on to pop culture picks of the week to talk about yeah. what our uh, what our Big thing this week has been, do you guys have anything super in mind? If not, I can go. I'm jumping in number one here because. Yeah. No bummer. I, be happy, Jameson. You, uh, you're going to be happy. So I finally <laughs> got around. I know I'm, I'm late to this party by a couple months, but I finally got around to watching on Netflix, Don't F with Cats. Um, oh. And yes. it is, it is, I would probably say it's probably, it's one of, one of the best uh, like true crime style documentaries I've seen in past recent years. Um, so it's, it's phenomenal. Is it graphic? Cause I didn't want to watch it. It is highly, I, I, it, it's highly same. graphic um, in the sense of the, the contents it deals with and like yeah. some of the specifics in episode one, I will say that for the videos um, that they show uh, from, the YouTube videos and the dark web videos that they show in it, they do show them, but they don't show them in like full capacity. So don't worry in the sense of like, you're going to see something like truly awful. Cause they, they make, they yeah. make a point to like, like uh, edit past those points, but they definitely show the before and after and kind of fill in the middle with graphic uh, descriptions of what happens. But, and then also I will say that's only a piece of it. It's like, a, it's probably like an eighth of what the actual story is. So like on episode one, there's, they tackle the cat videos uh, that happen for probably 20 to 30 minutes. But then the entire rest of the series is about other, it's, it's about all of that stuff on a much larger global scale. It's, it's bonkers. I can't explain uh, how bonkers it is. 
Uh, see, I heard about that. I've listened to a podcast about that case before, and that's why whenever it first came out, I was like, you know what? This is really good, I bet, but it's not for me because I can't watch that. That podcast haunts me still. Yeah, that's the only reason I did it. And then the all my friends that started watching it said the same thing. They're like, you're not going to see as much as what you would think, but you're still going to hear about some stuff. You're still going to get, like Jameson said, the graphic descriptions and 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 it does. I mean, I haven't watched it, but from what my friends have said, you know, it 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 it's a twist that I think a, a lot of people aren't prepared for. You know, you're gonna watch something and be like, "What? Never saw that go in there." Yeah, yeah. It's like, ugh, I know too much about it. I I would have gone into it and watched it probably if I hadn't listened to the podcast beforehand. And now mm-hmm. I can be, cons- as a as a cat owner. And an animal lover in general. Yeah. I don't even want to think about it. So, but I hear it's I really good. So, that's a good pick, Jameson. Not a bummer. Although, kind of a bummer. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bummer, but kind of. Middle um, bummer. That's okay. fine. So, I don't have sad news this week, which is great. Um, my pick of the week, honestly, I was just very surprised that it was so quick, but I was very excited to see all the Bachelorette contestants. Ah, I'm just going to leave it right yes. there. Yeah, we got like okay, a list they of do men that are still somewhat in their 20s. You've got some older men yeah. in there that that branch out of the 20s. But some of these guys, I'm like, okay, come on. thought we were going to go for a little bit older crowd. You know what I mean? <laughs> but That's true. But I'm also totally uh, on board with her being a cougar. So like, eh, either way, I guess. Oh, yeah. It totally works. Totally works. She's going to drive these boys crazy. So yeah. Anyways, that's my pick. I'm very excited for another season. Uh, my pick was, uh, as everything was going down last night, which was Wednesday night, for those of you listening on Friday, uh, everything going down with the news and the coronavirus and uh, Trump's speech and all that sort of stuff. Whilst that was all happening, Sarah Palin was being unmasked on The Masked Singer as the teddy bear after wrapping the totality <laughs> of uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot's uh, Baby Got Back. <laughs> oh, it my was- God. It was horrifying. I hated it and I loved it at the same time. So Dude, that's they have I, some and really my favorite big part- names. Oh, th- listen, the best singer is a hit, and people who won't acknowledge that are dead to me. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm. Hold on, though. First season, we were we were questioning a little bit, but now they have really shined through. Like, good for it's them. Because it's because it's a good show. But I just really liked watching all of my. <laughs> you know, I, I on Twitter, I've got my friends and I've got my political friends and uh, all of my political friends being like, what is this show? And why is Sarah Palin on it? Made me laugh so hard. Although one of them did spoil <laughs> it for me. How dare they? Oh, dude. Anytime cool. you have Sarah Palin and Lil Wayne on the same show, it's a quality show. There's well, a lot I just like all there. of them being like, wow, I can't believe Sarah Palin's on the mass singer. Like she wasn't on the last season of teen mom. <laughs> like guys, come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's broaden our reality yeah. TV horizons a little bit and recognize where Sarah Palin is. <laughs> I mean, yeah. She could be Not anywhere. Enough. She'll be on next <laughs> season of like Top Chef or something. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe she'll be on the Kardashians. You know what? I, that actually tracks more than Top Chef. Although Top <laughs> Chef doesn't not make sense, you know, she could be anywhere. She's always Literally, watching she out. She could do anything. Yeah. 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 So while we are on Sarah Palin reality TV watch, you guys should uh, check out popculture.com. We've got all your up-to-date news. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Anna Rumor. I'm at Jameson G. Brown. And I am at V. Magotomy. 
Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. We need nice words to read about ourselves whilst we are in quarantine. So please mm-hmm. drop us a kind word, uh, and then we will see you next week. Toodles. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance, avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus.